praise the Lord. We welcome you to our live broadcast today, January 1st, 2023. Shall we pray? In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we have come to thank you for the year that has just passed, for all your protective shield over us, for those who gave their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ this last year. Father, we are also blessing and praying and thanking you for the new dawn in this new year, that your countenance may shine upon all your children wherever they are, anywhere in the world. That many more, your light was to shine in dark places this year, to draw many away from darkness into light. That this will be a year, Lord, your children will be energized to contend for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That this will be a year, Lord, your children will turn their backs on the world and do those things which you have commanded them to do, O God. Father, we are praying that as your light shines in the hearts of all men and women, the glory of the Lord shall manifest and your power will eradicate wherever your name is mentioned, every power of darkness, every vestige of darkness in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over the whole world. That whatever is evil, and contending and disturbing the peace of your children, Lord, we cease. All the praise, glory, and honor, Father, is yours. In Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. Praise the Lord. We continue with our series, the Faith Killer series. We we'll continue with our faith killer series. You can see the series outline as it's being scrolled down on the screen. Instrumental is taken from Abraham Brassi. We give him all the praise and thank God for his life. Last Sunday we spoke on philosophy and science as faith killers. Today we're going to speak on friendship with the world poisons and kills faith. Today's topic. Friendship with the world poisons and kills faith. The outline on your screen. Oh, that beautiful day when heaven rejoiced. That's the day you gave your life to Christ. Then the newborn spirit wrestles with flesh. Go back to the world left behind or remain in the kingdom of God. Friendship with the world poisons and kills faith and song. Our song today is at the cross. Shall we go? Oh, that beautiful day. 
scripture place. I read from John chapter 1, verse 12. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God, to those who believe in his name. Praise the Lord. He came into the world, and as many as received him, he gave the right to become children of God. What do you think happened that day you gave your life to Christ? Next scripture, please. Luke chapter 15, verse 10. In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Praise the Lord. It is indeed a beautiful day in heaven when a sinner repents and accepts Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. It's a beautiful day. What do you think happens that they repented? As we just read. Angels of God celebrated. And no doubt Jesus Christ, the Son of God, was well, in that celebration the day you repented. With Father God looking on as you are being welcomed into his kingdom. I want you to go back and picture that day. That's what was going on in the heavenly places. If you have indeed believed and repented and proposed to live a new life in Christ, I want you to know of that great rejoicing in heaven that day. Because the Bible said one sinner repented, there's a rejoice. One! Because for you, Christ came to die on the cross if you're a child of God. And even those who have not yet repented, he died for them. But they have to accept that he died for them. And submit to him to be their Lord. So I want you to always remember each day of your life, how you felt on that day. And I want you to imagine the scene in heaven as angels of God rejoice with the Lord Jesus Christ. Raising his thumb and everybody celebrating because of you who gave your life to Christ on that day. That memory must remain with you, with me, with every child of God forever. Next scripture, please. Need to change the screen. Colossians chapter 1, verses 21 and 22. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight, without blemish, and free from accusation. Praise the Lord. As a child of God, you and I were once alienated from God. We were enemies of God. And our minds were always bent on evil. Because we love the world. We have nothing to do with God. But now you are holy. And without blemish. And you are free from every accusation. Whatever you have done in your past. In God's eyes. So don't allow anybody. The enemy to deceive you. So we are going to go to the next topic. The newborn spirit wrestles with the flesh. So, 
Go back to the world left behind. That's what the flesh is saying. Let's remain where we were. Stop this thing you are doing now. Or remain in the kingdom of God. That's the next topic we're doing. The new creation in Christ. That's the day you gave your life and I gave my life. Must make a choice very early in the journey to eternal life. This decision must be made very early. Who is the Lord of my life? Is it Jesus Christ or myself? Because if it's Jesus Christ, there's something to do. If it is myself, there's other things. If it's myself, the world is beckoning. Making that decision isn't always easy. Because a newborn has little or no understanding of what having Jesus Christ as Lord entails. The newborn spirit in the child of God will struggle. If it is not properly nurtured, hear me. The flesh will always win out if the spirit doesn't grow. That means studying the word of God. Or if it is fed with poison food, false doctrines. Scripture please. Second Corinthians chapter 5. Verses 14 to 17. For the love of Christ compels us, because we judge thus, that if one died for all, then all died. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, Yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Praise the Lord for his word. Verse 15 says, We can no longer live for ourselves if we are children of God. We must live for Christ who died for us and rose again for justification. And verse 16 said, the newborn is a citizen of the kingdom of God. Therefore, he or she should no longer allow his or her flesh to tell him or her how to live and act in this world. The spirit of the newborn is saying, the world is behind you, forget them, forget it. I am first Christ, him who, crucified, who, was, who died for you. That's what the new spirit is saying. But the flesh is pulling and saying, no, 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 no. You are missing so many things. Too many friends to leave behind. So many things, you, opportunities you are going to lose. But verse 17 is telling us, as a new creation, one whose spirit is born of God. Remember, you are not born of a human being. God has begotten you. One whose spirit is guided by the Holy Spirit. The newborn in Christ should allow the newborn spirit to dictate how you and I act. And how it's no longer how we feel, but let the inner spirit that's in contact with the Holy Spirit, being guided by the Holy Spirit, dictate our walk of faith in the world. Remember we're talking about poisons. And we are saying today, 
Friendship with the world is what poisons. So see, how does it happen for the newborn? Unfortunately, many who give their lives to Christ are not told these biblical truths. If you're hearing me, did you hear this when you repented? I didn't hear it. They don't, so you and I wouldn't understand what it means to have Jesus Christ as Lord of our lives. All you are told is how you will dress, how you will be, you know, it's so many funny things. Don't drink alcohol, don't, and dictate it, uh, you know, don't, don't, it's not a do or don't thing, no. It is building up the sinner man, the spirit being, in order to now know the truth. And when the spirit knows the truth, the flesh is completely weakened. But they don't teach these things in churches. So many believers don't know there's another Christ of the world. And they don't know what it means to be out for a Christ or for the world. So they straddle. We don't know that there's no middle ground. But nobody tells us that. And yet those first few months, like a newborn baby, is very crucial to the life of a believer. The newborn ought to be taught the word of Christ. Only by those believers and church groups who are speaking biblical truths, not those who have mutilated the scriptures for their own personal gain. Young converts must be taught that the scripture, which is God's word to his children, is so important for their newborn spirits to grow and mature. That except they grow in faith through studying the scriptures, they are done. Young converts should be told that only by being immersed in the truth at that early age can they resist false doctrines promoting worldliness and friendship with the world. If they are taught properly, young converts will grow rapidly and their spirit will become so strong that the flesh will never drag them back to the world and to the things in the world. Unfortunately, there are so very few of such church organizations helping young converts to grow in faith. You can quote me and quote this ministry. Most denominations and church organizations are more interested in collecting money from new converts and from their followers. So most of their teachings are centered on money. Why do you always hear about sowing and reaping? Seed offerings, tithes, how God blesses those who give very generously. But I won't tell you that if you sin and remain in sin, you'll go to hell. Because that will drive many away from those places. Unfortunately, many young converts end up in apostate church organizations. Some will rule Spanish centuries. And others who just happened a few years ago in some of the streets, <laughs> they start them within 10 years, five years. They are growing in thousands because all they teach is what? What the world. How you can prosper in the world. The more young convert attends any of these apostate churches because they're all apostate. When you are not preaching biblical truth, you are apostate. The more her spirit is poisoned and the weaker her spirit becomes and before you know it, she's no longer a believer. Because she begins to love the world, she left behind. After repeatedly ingesting poisons emanating from apostate church puppies, and there are so many of them, her newborn spirit, now weaker, is goading her flesh. See, there's nothing wrong in being friends with the world and in loving the things in the world. Isn't brother this doing this? Isn't sister this doing that? Isn't that the pastor who is doing this or doing that? 
I mean, why? We are supposed to prosper in this world. At the crossroads, many choose the wrong path. The world is left behind. You and I, if you are listening to me today, in this year 2023, can't let this wickedness to continue. We can't let the insane to be managing the asylum. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ has been so polluted by men and women who are for the world. Therefore, you and I must stand up in this new year to contend for the kingdom of heaven. Because we are citizens of heaven. You and I must help new converts to see the truth and begin to teach them from zero, from ground one. The milk of the world, of the word of God. If you are listening to me or you are part of this ministry or you are subscribed to any of our pages, I'm asking you in this new year, please, go in your closet and ask God to show you how you can help believers who have swallowed the poison of worldliness. How you can help them to see the truth so they can repent and turn back to the faith once for all delivered to the sense, which is biblical faith. Please get in touch with us if you are so led. We're asking for your money simply so we can rub minds together how you can help people in your own neighborhood to see the truth. Friendship with the world poisons and kills faith. Let's see how that happens. Scripture, please. James chapter 4 verses 1 to 4. Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? You lust and you do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war. Yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Praise the Lord. Brother James is not writing to unbelievers. Brother James is writing to believers. So he's asking the first question. Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires of pleasure that war in your members? Explain. Fights and quarrels in the church. I'm sure many churches you hear so many problems. Emanate when self-interests of worldly believers collide. They are worldly pastors, Jews. When it collides, that's when the trouble starts. They start breaking up, fighting, going. It's never about the Lord Jesus Christ. It's about who we have this, who we have that, who ride this car, who will go this, who will be on the pool. It's nothing about the faith in Christ. So, even in that early church, Brother James is writing to them, why are you people fighting? It's because you have not been able to, you know, hold your flesh in check and allow the spirit to grow. Because if they attempt their flesh, they will know that they are servants of the Lord Jesus Christ 
and that they will only do what God tells them to do. And God will not tell them to go and fight with each other and quarrel over what has nothing to do with the kingdom of heaven. The problem you have is that in many of these congregations, starting from the top, many of them love worldly pleasures. And so money is the is, is it becomes the problem. They can't hear you anymore. When you are not talking about tithes and offerings, they don't hear you anymore. And how to share those things become a problem. The offerings in the early church were collected to give to those who are poor. Today is collected to give to those who are rich, so long as they are pastors and Jews. Verse 2 said, you lost and do not have. Of course, if you are losing for things and you are not, your mind is not on the kingdom, of course there will be problems. You murder. Look at what he's saying. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. So there's covetousness in the church. There's murder. Murder is not only when you use a knife and stab somebody. When you use your mouth, you can use your mouth and kill. When you are telling falsehoods, you are killing somebody's character. Say so you fight a war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You can't ask, of course, because you'll be asking to grow spiritually. And if you are growing spiritually, you can no longer lose what it takes in the world. You see what I mean? So if the spirit in you is losting for the world, it's impossible to ask for the things that enable you to grow spiritually. Because growing spiritually means destroying all those things that the flesh is asking for. Verse 3. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss. That you may spend it on your pleasures. Many of you are this year, not those of you hearing in this ministry, who have heard us so many times. But those who say that believers all over the world today have many resolutions. It's all converting and whatever it happens today. And asking God for this in this new year, God bless with a new house. A new, don't get me wrong, those things are not the issue. But the problem is, is that what you are called? You are called to serve God and let him guide and direct you. The things of this world are not the things that should take away your time from him. So that you can spend them on your pleasures. That's why when you ask, and God is not the one who is saying ask, you're not going to get it. So despite all your new year resolutions, if you are not in him, you will not get those things. And don't even get beside in him so I can get them because he also knows. If you are in him, he will direct your path. He knows what you need more than you. you. He, and he will give you those things that will enable you to run this race and run it successfully. That's the most important thing for God. And verse 4, look at that statement. Brother James is calling people in the church adulterers and adulteresses. <laughs> Please. He's not calling by himself. The Holy Spirit is leading him because God is upset. God is angry with the church then. Remember, if he was angry then, how is he? What's happening in the 21st century? Imagine what God is thinking and saying. And why do you call them adulterers and adulteresses? Why? Because they have joined with the world. You were taken out of the world when you repented and gave your life to Christ. I was taken out. And then suddenly we find those things attractive and we will go back to remake those friendships. Those associations, because we want to get some advantage, we want to get some worldly advantage. You are not having those phrases because you want to use it to draw them to Christ. You are using it so that they can enable you to grow in the world, to make money. That is, so it's always about money. Remove money and I'm telling you there will be peace in the world. 
So, Brother James is telling you and I today, by the Holy Spirit, whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself or herself an enemy of God. So, those of you who belong to this association, that association, where all sorts of things you don't know the origins and you say you don't know, better find the origin of whatever you belong. Whatever they do, you are part of it. Whatever they do, you are part of it. You are there not because you want to promote the gospel, right? You are there because you want to gain some advantage in the world. You are an adulterer, an adulteress. Because you are rejecting the Lord whom you said has become your Lord and taking another Lord which is the world. And of course you know the world who is in charge, the devil. We were going to sing the song at the cross. Because at the end of the day, that is the only thing that brings us to Christ. And we will always remember. So we're going to sing at the cross. Or which is titled, Alas, and did my Savior bleed. screen you see it. Alas, I did my Savior bleed. I did my sovereign die. Would he devote that sacred head for sinners such as I, such as I was? At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight that God opened my eyes. And I'm happy all the day. Because I know that my Lord lives. That my Jesus is alive and present in my life. Was it for crimes that I have done? He groaned upon the tree because of my sins. Amazing pity, grace unknown, and love beyond degree. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and where you saw the light if you're a child of God, where our bodies were rolled away by Jesus Christ. I was there by faith, you were there by faith, I will receive that sight. And you and I are happy today. If you are not, there's a problem. But if you're a child of God, you are happy all day. Toss my tie, hide my blushing face. What is their cross appears? I dissolve my heart in thankfulness for God who gave his life for me. I melted my eyes to tears. At the cross, at the cross where I first saw the light, and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith that you and I received our sight, and we are happy all the day. But drops of grief can never repair, no matter how much the debt of love you and I owe him except to obey him in all things. Dear Lord, I give myself away this year. And you should do the same. 
is all you and I can do but to resubmit our lives to him and never take him back. Praise the Lord. Because at the cross, at the cross, that's where you and I came and saw the light. In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father and our God, blessings, glory, and honor all yours. For this wonderful day, this wonderful year, for all the things you do for your children. Father, I'm praying that this year will be a new year, a new dawn in the lives of all your children. A year of reckoning, a year of awakening in the spirit, just that our slumbering is over. A year where we will contend for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ in a very assertive way. Where we are going to take over our stolen kingdom. Where we are going to drive away the usurpers, the way you drove away those merchants of death in the temple. The way you drove away the mammonic Jewish people in the temple. May we this year, Lord, have a call to drive away, oh Lord our God, all those who buy and sell in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Whoever is the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to make money, Father, this year we are saying, pull the plant from them, Lord. Let them be driven away by your children. Give them the boldness to drive away these merchants of death. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we give you all the praise and glory because you are God. You are God. Manifest your power, Lord, that your children who have been slumbering or who have been even demonized in some cases, Lord, their eyes shall be opened and they will take over in all the places where men and women have been buying and selling using your name in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that they will know that there is no more friendship with the world. That those are covered with Many women in power have nothing to do with you. That they are working for the enemy. Father, open the eyes of your children, Lord, that this year, 2023, will be a year of awakening. A year, Lord, you wear your children, you give them the boldness, Lord, to take over, to take over their stolen kingdom. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we give you all the praise and honor, Lord. And as they go, Lord, empower them. Empower them, empower them, empower them, empower them, empower them. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessings, glory, and honor for this ministry. For all who work here, Lord, bless their homes. Father, bless them, preserve and protect them from evil one. That nothing shall by any means touch them. No weapon fashioned by enemy will touch anyone who has tuned into this ministry. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessings, glory, honor, glorious. In Jesus' name we pray.